I would like to paint a little picture of our studio and things that are always, always consistent around here. Cause we're friends and you listen every day and you should know, um, first and foremost, you should know there is an empty cup of water on a coaster on Jeff's desk, pretty much 24 seven. How do you know it's empty? Go pick it up. Is it empty? Is there anything in there? I've probably finished my water. Okay. So exactly. So there's an empty water. There is a hundred percent of the time a Lily who we affectionately call our producer usually sitting next to me, but sometimes watching squirrels out the back window. What I've noticed about her, which is really odd, but if I'm working on the show at all, whether I'm recording it with you or when I come back in, in the evening, like after you go to bed is when I usually um, put the edits on it and make sure the commercials that are supposed to run are in there and all that. She's always in here when I do that. But if I'm working on something else, she's not necessarily in here, which she's is a really big fan of our show. I guess she's our groupie. Number one groupie, Lily. She is. So she's sitting here and usually Sadie could care less about us, but she is here today gracing us with her presence. She's practically sitting on Jeff's feet and I'm usually curled up in a blanket on a couch and Jeff is in a chair by the window. So I just realized you have no idea what our studio looks like. Um, and those are things that are pretty consistently there. And Jeff has a mound of books across the room that always grow because he buys books and doesn't read them. And, and what's one thing that's really bothering me about the, stu the studio right now is my desk has a bunch of post-its on it, which is not unusual, but I usually vary the color. And they're all orange right For now. whatever reason, I have like 10 notes on my desk and nine of them are on orange post-its. And the fact that they're all orange is bugging me. You should buy the assorted ones. You know, I have the assorted ones. Oh, normal. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know why I did all orange. Rookie mistake. Rookie post-it mistake. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that one year ago tomorrow, to be exact, I got fired from my radio job, which has led me to this podcast. That is just the craziest. I cannot believe it's been one year. I know, right? I, it, yeah. I, I mean, we haven't had our show for a year, but Jeff got fired a year ago. And I just remember, well, we can talk about more on Monday, but I remember exactly how I felt that day and exactly how I felt the week after. I just remember every single emotion that goes with it. I remember how I felt that day. And then I remember in the days following that, just being confused. Well, we were confused and then it kept getting weirder so right. for like two weeks. And then like, then we wound up at some point having to like talk to a lawyer and things just got, our life went from like pretty much the same every day to peaceful and Zen to lots of tears to what is going on to, I don't remember the peaceful and done part. 
When you called me to tell me you were fired. You were crying. I was crying, but you said you felt really at peace. Oh, yeah. But that only lasted like 24 hours because then it got weird. Um, anyways, I am, my name is Callie Dollar and I am also grateful for Jeff getting fired. I, someone said to me, um, cause it was a pretty public thing. And I say public, like in our Atlanta community, there was like a lot of drama surrounding Jeff getting fired. And I think that, um, somebody said to me, I just want to let you know that, you know, my husband got fired and I heard, I got this message like probably a dozen times and it is so true. Um, and it was the best thing that ever happened to us. And I think that is 1000% true of what we went through last year. Sometimes you need to be a person needs to be shoved into onto the path that they should be walking. And we both believe that because you are so, um, Jeff overthinks everything. He's a chronic overthinker. And especially with something he's passionate about and poured his heart and soul into, I don't know that you would have ever walked away from that job had you not been fired. And the universe was like, hey, cool, now's the time. And just gave you a violent shove right. into what you were supposed to be doing. And now everything's great. And now everything's great, but we'll dive into that more, um, on Monday. Cause there's a lot of lessons, a lot of, um, upsidey revelations. And then a lot of like honesty about how hard it is going through something like that. Um, that I think we should dive into on Monday. A hundred percent considering how many people are either being forced to, or in the next couple months will have to make an abrupt career adjustment. Mm -hmm. And I know that the circumstances are very different. And, uh, but I think some of the lessons we learned from that, so that'll be on Monday's episode of the show. We were supposed to have a, um, doctor's appointment. My first doctor's appointment with a new doctor, um, today, but it got moved to Monday. So I have no update. Is it common knowledge why you have more than one doctor? Am I the only one who is surprised at that? Oh, I have more than one doctor. I have been going to um, my same doctor since I was like 21. Love her. Love her office. Love the people that work there. She, her office does not deliver babies. So um, I had to be referred out once the baby got to a certain stage. So like, and a, baton, milestone. like a baton and a relay race. Yeah. You got handed off. I got handed off. She, she's got you through trimester one. Somebody else going to take you through two and three. And I am, you know, nervous because by the time we go into this appointment on Monday, I won't have had any like baby, you know, no ultrasounds, no doctor's appointments in like a month. So I'm just kind of like crossing my fingers and hoping that I'm fine. I have no idea. I hope the baby's fine. I have no idea. You got a little bump. I have a bump. Um, so that's good. I, um, am feeling so much better. I stopped kind of taking naps this week, which was huge. And I, I don't know if you noticed, but I put on makeup this week and that's something I haven't had energy to do in probably four or five weeks. So, um, hopefully those are signs of, of good things. Well, uh, didn't you say yesterday that a lot of moms say the first trimester you're exhausted because whatever your body's doing, moving stuff around, starting to grow the baby and all that, you're exhausted. Then the second trimester, you're supposed to feel like never felt better on top of the world. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the last couple months, you're like, get, you get this thing, get this out of me. Right. So that's what I've heard. Um, and so do you think you've hit that I don't milestone? Know. I mean, 
like I hit 10 weeks and then all of a sudden I thought you're at 11. I did, but I started feeling better last week. Oh, okay. So I just kind of like a light switch went off and I was like, oh, I don't feel as horrible anymore. No, I don't feel my best self ever, but definitely I can tell a difference. What about the upset tummy? Um, that, Cause I you, don't know. Cause, cause I, you'd figured out a way to kind of work around that by snacking, e- eating something every two hours. Yeah. And I've still been doing that. Cause I'm scared of if I don't, I think the good thing for me is, and someone has said this to me in the past week, which was a smart thing that I hadn't thought of before. Is kind of like when you get pregnant, kind of the baby dictates what you eat and when. So I have been letting my body say, Hey, you're hungry. Now you need to eat. And I am not that person. I am a diet person. Eat at this time, eat at this time, eat this, eat that. And I haven't been, um, eating anything too horrible really. But when I get a little pang of hunger, I'm like time for an apple, time for some fruit, time for some cheese, time for whatever. So I'm really enjoying it because some of the things that she's been craving are like cheese and Ritz crackers. So she's always yells in the other room and she's like, would you like some cheese and crackers? Which is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and then for whatever reason, cause you've never had a huge sweet tooth, mm-hmm. but you've been putting a handful of chocolate chips in with um, pretzels. So good. And that is like a dream snack oh for me. Oh my gosh. It's such a good dream snack. And you would have never, that, I don't think that's something you ever would have eaten before you were pregnant. I used to eat chocolate chips a bunch just like for a sweet tooth, but no, I, I, I'm pretty hard on myself about food. So, um, well up until this, but, um, yeah, so I've kind of been going with the flow more, which I think is a blessing in disguise. We've talked about intuitive eating and, and, you know, diet culture and all of that on a bonus episode that we had and how sucked into it I get, but it's been nice to kind of just say, Oh, I'm hungry. It's time to eat. Oh, what do I want to eat this and eating it? So I think I want to change the name of my three random things segment. No. Yeah. Here's why it's breaking my own radio rule. And you actually gave me the new name for it. If you want it, it, it'll, it can be up to you, but I, years ago when I worked in radio, I remember naming a segment that had a number in it, like, like three random things or five things you need to know today or something along those lines, but it had a number in it. And unfortunately what that does is that forces you, the, the broadcaster to find that number of things. But some days there might be four random things. Some days there might be only two. So then if you save the four and push it to a day with the two. Well, what if we change the name of it to, because you came up with this earlier this week. What if it's just Jeff's hodgepodge of things? No. Oh, I don't think that, I think three random things is great. I think it's consistent. You know what you're going to get it. I, no, I think three random things is so great. And, um, I like the way it sounds. I like the way it feels. It's easy to remember. It's kind of fun. And I think you don't, I mean, you don't have to be time sensitive. So you can push them off a day or two or whatever, and they're still relevant. All right. Overruled. Moving along. Then here are my three random things for today. Gosh, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you have noticed in some supermarkets, there are signs up now saying that uh, you can Does you only really say supermarket grocery store. Yeah. 
What's the difference? Supermarket is something my grandmother would say. Really? Yeah, I think supermarket was like a 90s word. Oh. The grocery store, the bodega, the market, the wherever, you might have seen signs up, the wholesale club. The price club. The price club. <laughs> uh, you might have seen some signs up that say uh, you can only buy so much meat because uh, there's a concern about an interruption in the meat supply chain. Mm -hmm. Here is doubly why that sucks. May is National Hamburger Month. Mm. So just in case coronavirus and murder hornets and all of the other stuff that is attacking us this month isn't enough, we also have to celebrate National Hamburger Month when there might be uh, a meat shortage. I'm impressed that Hamburger Month gets a whole month. I'm sure there's a day for it in here. Uh, but the reason I brought this up is because of two things. One, think of all the- Jeff like, is saying one, but holding up two fingers right now. No, I said two things. Okay. One, think of all the gourmet hamburger restaurants there are out there and like the, the restaurants that serve like hamburgers on brioche buns with fancy butter mm -hmm. lettuce and all this, the blend of different types of meats and stuff. Did you know that hamburger actually used to mean that you were poor, like ground beef and ground chuck and stuff? No, but that's funny. Yeah. Um, and that that's number one. And then number two, you know how every now and again, your mom submits a recipe for the pick me up newsletter. Uh -huh. Should your dad submit one of his hamburger blends? Because he's kind of a hamburger aficionado. He probably should, but I wonder if he has the confidence enough to do that. Well, what I didn't realize until uh, talking to him years ago was that the best restaurants don't just use ground beef. Like they also incorporate brisket. Right. Some of them use like a bacon. Some of them will use different types like sirloin and this and that and the other thing. So... I don't know if he has a, a blend that he could recommend somebody trying. Yeah. Just a thought. Uh, that's my first random thing. Number two, the most streamed show for the most streamed series that people are uh, looking into for during quarantine, Ozark. It managed to be Tiger King, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, uh, because people have heard so much about it. And the new season started right at the beginning of the of the shutdown of the shelter in place. So people felt like they needed to get caught up if they hadn't watched it. So Ozark is number one. If you haven't done it yet, seasons one, seasons two are terrific. Season so three moves a little slow, but at the end makes it all worth it. And number three, you knew this was going to happen, but a couple from India has filed paperwork to name their children Corona and COVID. They had twins during the pandemic and they're naming their kids Corona and I would like COVID. to defend these parents. And here's why I'm going to defend them. I'm going to choose the upside in this situation. Well, you can choose the upside in this situation. I'm going to choose our baby's name. Yeah, no, I'm not naming our kids that. But perhaps they wanted to change the energy of those words. Well, that's great. It's not for me, but that's not great. Not for me either. But there you go. Uh, one couple in the Philippines uh, named their child COVID Bryant. A reference to both the coronavirus and Kobe the Bryant. late basketball player, Kobe Bryant. So that's my hodgepodge of three random things.
We mentioned on the show a couple days ago that we have had a wedding gift for our wedding officiant that has been sitting in our house now for three and a half years. And our wedding anniversary will be, we'll make it four years this year. Well, we're going to give it to him before then. I think, because we know he's going to be home, we should just do a socially distanced gift, off. gift exchange this week. But it's it's just one of those things that we haven't done and so grateful to all of you for making us feel less alone. Oh my gosh. We didn't even, so we were setting the bar for our question was to you, what is the longest, the item that has been, who has had somebody? No. Who has had something, who has had something on their to-do list the longest. And we set the bar at three and a half years. So yeah. we kind of, and I thought that was pretty high. Yeah. Not even close. Oh, really? Not even close. Um, so on Facebook, Veronica said, I still have thank you cards that were never mailed for gifts I received for my baby shower nine years ago. Uh, my Taylor said it, my, nine years ago, most of those people have probably moved. Probably. They get better. Um, I have, let me. So she still has the physical cards. Yep. I have a stack of Christmas cards. This is from Sean that has been signed. The envelopes have been addressed and sealed and the stamps have been put on the envelopes. They've been sitting in my Christmas wrapping paper box in the attic for six years. You know, I have done, I have done that before. Uh, I did that one year at Christmas where I did all the cards and did all the stuff and then just had to, I wanted to buy holiday stamps. Mm -hmm. And like I went by the post office, there's a big line. And then right. I went by the next day and it was a Saturday and they closed at noon. Right. And then I went by the next day and it was another line. And next thing I know, it's February and I just can't do it. It happens. Okay. So those were, I, I'll call, call those the warm up laps. Are you ready for the big dogs? <sighs> yeah. Trina said, I've been married for 13 years and have not printed a single wedding photo. Oh, not done yet. It gets better. I have a Sherry said, I have a towel rack that I bought when I moved into my house. It's still not up. I've lived here almost 18 years. <laughs> Thank and you. Thank you, people. Our Facebook winner, Taylor said, my boss recently had me mail a package to a friend that he was supposed to have given him over 30 years ago. He found it um, still in the box in the basement while he was cleaning. It had survived many, many moves before it made it to its final destination over 30 years later. Did you call ahead of time to make sure that that friend was still alive? Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, we also got a bunch of voicemails. So uh, we'll play some of those. Thank you guys, by the way, for making us feel so much better about our measly little three and a half year long uh, delay. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Brenda. I just looked at my iMemories box. It looks like I purchased it back in 12-12 of 2013, and I just can't get myself to put my videos and family portraits in and ship it off. I know um, people who have done it and loved it, but I just can't do it. It's been sitting in the corner of my bedroom and then the other corner of my bedroom, and then another corner of my bedroom, and I just can't do it. So six, <laughs> seven years. Have a great day, and congratulations on that little baby. Take care. I love you. Bye-bye. Is the company still in business? I don't like, know. Like when you do something, because I'm assuming that's like um, where you put all your VHS tapes in your old school. And then you ship it off. And then they give it back to you on, like when she bought that, 
you might've gotten your files back like as a DVD. And now DVDs are replaced with like little thumb drives. Yeah. So you might want to call and make sure that company's still in business. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Crystal from Pittsburgh. I am calling about the project that I have had sitting in my closet for 10 years now. I graduated college 10 years ago this May, and it's a t-shirt quilt. And I am happy to say I just shipped all of my t-shirts off to be made into a quilt two weeks ago, thanks to your micro-anxiety pep talk. So thanks to you guys, my 10-year-long project is going to be completed now. Thanks. Have a great day. Can you imagine how productive life would be if we all did at least one thing every single day that's been on this long range to-do list? One micro anxiety and just took no, care of it? No, not even a micro anxiety, like something that's just been lo- like take care of micro anxieties. Yes. But on top of that, do one thing that's been sitting in your house for 10 years, What's like fu- one a day, and we'd all have nothing to do in like two months. What I think is funny about the t-shirt quilt thing is she... uh decided to do that when she got out of college. So a t-shirt quilt from your college years is great when you're 24. She's now in her thirties. What is she going to do with it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say that I probably have all of your listeners be possibly. I have a best friend I've known since third grade. When I got out of the army in 1991, I bought, a plaque for her that had a mirror on it that had uh, an uplifting um, saying about friendship and how much I loved her. And I planned on sending it to her. I never got around to sending it to her. I hung it up in my room, always intending to send it to her and always thinking about her when I saw it. The last time we moved, it got broken and wet, and I ended up throwing it on the fire and burning it. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> 29 years, 28, and it never made it to her. So I think that does make me a bad person. Bye. 29 years is definitely top three, but, like, does she get a push for the violent ending? I don't know. Right. She's the most... She's she her the ending of her story is the most violent of all the messages we've got. Right. Our phone number is 800-434-5454. You are welcome to call at any time about anything. We love your messages and a lot of them make it on the show. So 800-434-5454. Put it in your phone. Be our friend. Call or text whenever you like. All right. Let's say thank you to some of the partners who made our show possible this week. Something that we've been meaning to do is kind of figure out a way for our family to get our family history like down somewhere. Like, do we record it? Do we write it? Like, what do we do? How do we ask our family members those questions? Well, StoryWorth has got it covered for you, and this would make a great Mother's Day gift. So listen up. StoryWorth sends your mom a prompt once a week for an entire year. Uh, Maybe it's a question that you wouldn't have even thought to ask. And after a year, they'll receive a bound book of all of their answers. So it's something that you and your family can keep forever for the family archives, as we call them in our family. And that's something that um, when she no longer has it, that I'll get, and then I'll be able to pass it down to our kids is such a special thing to have and something that
that she'll treasure forever. My mom has everything. So if your mom also has everything, this is one thing I bet she doesn't have that would be a great gift for her. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You're going to get $10 off of your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. Mother's Day is this weekend. And if you have already gotten something, I've got a bonus gift for mom. What if you gave her an entire week off of thinking about dinner? Dinner Affair can do that for you. 30 minutes or less, just a few steps, and you're going to have dinner on the table. So buy a week's worth of Dinner Affair meals. You and the kids take care of dinner. Mom gets the week off. All you have to do is go to dinneraffair.com. Pick your delivery date. The family-friendly meals will be delivered right to your doorstep, contact-free, of course. You throw them in the freezer, and then every day you take one out, put it in the fridge, and the next day it's ready to cook. And, of course, the meals are tailored toward picky eaters. All of the weird stuff, like mushrooms, eh, they're packaged separately, so you can leave them out if somebody in your family doesn't like them. Right now, you can get $25 off by going to dinneraffair.com and using Upside Moms when you check out. That's dinneraffair, D-I-N-N-E-R-A-F-A-R-E.com and using Upside Moms when you check out. I ordered my first third love bra, and I have never looked back. I love this brand so much that I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser and I cleaned out my entire bra drawer and replaced all my bras with Third Love. You can go online now. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside. Take their Fit Finder quiz. They will send the bra to your front door. Live in it. Wear it wash it, do whatever you want. And if you don't absolutely love it, you can still within 60 days return it. No questions asked. And they're going to give that gently used bra to another woman in need. How cool is that? So far, Third Love has donated over $15 million in bras. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside and that gets you 15% off your first purchase. You're going to love it. All right, if we do not get a correct guess today, then uh, I will give a clue. I have it already. I have a. I have the clue already in my head. Okay. Okay. So uh, if if Marie, who is our contestant for today, gets this right, then she's the winner. Uh, if she gets it wrong, I will share a clue. Cool. Cool. All right. Hello. Hey, Marie. It's Callie and Jeff. Hey, how are y'all? We're good. How about you? Doing good, thanks. Congratulations on baby dollar. Oh, thank you. On a scale of one to ten, where's your confidence on making a guess here? I'm at like seven and a half, maybe. Okay, that's that's, bad. That's good. Okay. And, And did you just listen to? the the sound when it played during the podcast or did you replay it over and over and over ask other people is it a group effort is this just you tell us about how you came to this guest that you're about to give us i have listened to it during the podcast but i have not replayed it over and over again okay um this is just my guess and my guess only so if it's wrong i have nobody to blame but myself (laughs) okay um a couple things that i thought it was have already been guessed so i can eliminate those things. 
But I work for the phone company, and my parents both work for the phone company, and that is the the basis for what this guess is. Okay. All right. We'll play it for you one more time. And, okay. And uh, then you can make your guess, and we got our fingers crossed for you, okay? And I don't know. I I, I don't know if you heard um, as we were dialing you up. I said if you get this wrong, I am going to give Uh a clue out uh, that people that people can think about and then use it over the weekend. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right, Marie. Name that noise. I think that it is the inside bell of an old school telephone that had the actual bell inside it as the ringer oh so like the um like the really old school ones like if you think back to what was it mayberry and sheriff andy what was that chip mayberry <laughs> right andy griffith <laughs> show. come yeah, on andy show, yeah yeah like the Not old that old school like like the ones that your parents would have had in their house. Got my it. parents would have had in their house. Like the wall phone that would have the, yeah, you took the yeah, cover. yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the bad news is you're wrong. The, uh, the good news is you have earned the, these, that wrong guess has gotten everybody a clue that they can think about well, over the weekend. It was not for nothing. So. It was not for nothing, Marie. <laughs> All right, Marie. Thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. All righty. Take care, y'all. Have a nice Take day. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right. So here is the clue. Uh, this item, that I'll play the sound one more time. If you own one, it is in your kitchen. And I will tell you, Callie, if it's not obvious, we own one. Yeah, I kind of figured that we own one, which means it's not. So if you own one, it's in your kitchen. I thought I knew and I don't. So uh, good luck. And if you would like to participate on the guessing next week, just send a text message, text the word noise to 800-434-5454. And if you text over the weekend, we'll contact you on Sunday and you can make Monday's guess. Um, If you have already texted in the past, you have to text at least once every 24 hours in order to stay in the running because the computer only picks from the last 24 hours. So good luck. All right, this has become one of my new favorite things. On a scale of one to 10, Jeff, how are you this week? This week has been really good. I would say eight or nine. Um, I feel, I personally feel really good. But one thing that I've noticed about this past week is... And I think that has to do with like settling into new routines mm-hmm. and whatnot. I I feel really good. Things feel really okay for me. But I'm really starting to feel 
a lot of pain for other people, mm-hmm. but I'm oddly able to separate that. Like I'm able to feel really good and feel comfortable being an eight or nine and not feel guilty about it. But I'm, I'm thinking of like my friends who work in the restaurant industry and the entertainment industry and, and teachers who aren't going to see their student, like the, yeah. the reality of that stuff. And, and the fact that it's my, I know there's differing opinions about this, but I believe that we are going to look back at, at April. Unfortunately, I think we're going to look back at the past 30 days as maybe one of the easier months of this journey. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about there being a, a, a second wave of, of the thing. I'm worried that people aren't going to, are, are going to become lax on their um, precautions. So I'm nervous about that. And it, it's, that part is affecting me, like that people are mm-hmm. going to be hurt by it. But I personally feel good. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Where are you at? This week, I think I'm at a seven. I um, feel physically better, which has been nice. I, But I haven't slept super great this week, so I think that's getting me down. And I – so Georgia kind of like quote unquote started like opening up, which is where we live, uh, last weekend. And I got to say, I – I know there are people out there that are just like, well, just don't go out if you don't like the way people are acting. Um, and I don't, but just driving around like to and from work, just being around, you know, being in the car with Jeff when he goes to like fill up my gas tank and stuff like that. Um, I'm really, I have been so disheartened by the behavior of others this week, Yeah, honestly. And it's hard to, it's the first time I've really felt that way. And I think with my like I have generalized anxiety disorder. I take medication for anxiety. And I think when everything felt controlled, I felt more in control. And now that I'm watching other people make decisions that might impact me, I'm kind of upset about it. Like I'm really struggling with that this week, Um, which I think is a valid emotion. It's just, it's kind of, you know, I am one person I'm not severely immune compromised, but I am immune compromised right now. And because you're pregnant, because I'm pregnant Mm -hmm. and I just am so disheartened by people that have decided that they don't care about me, about other people. I'm just, it just makes me sad, you know? Well, and here's, and I'm not even doing anything. I literally, I mean, you can vouch for this. Like I go to work, I come home, Jeff does the grocery runs like once every 10 days. Like he gets my gas. Like I don't, the only store public place that I think Callie has been in, in the past two months is, uh, we were out for a walk, remember? And I wanted to stop into target to get a bottle of water. And you walked in and just stood in the entryway Mm -hmm. just to get out of the sun Mm -hmm. with a mask on. Yeah. And that was, I think that's the only type of store you've been in, right? That's the only store I've been in. I went to my ultrasounds Um, but that's pretty much it. I haven't, I haven't been in public and, but the fear is still there and I don't have to be interacting with people. Um, my workplace has done a really good job of keeping, keeping the precautions in place. So I'm not worried about that. I just, it's weird. It's a weird thing to say when you have anxiety, you worry about the actions of others that you can't control. But I think if you have anxiety, you kind of understand, like it makes more sense. No, I think there's a lot of people who, might not have anxiety who are, who are concerned about, um, I think what disheartens me is that I see people interviewed on the news that are, you know, or see people on social media that are just like, well, if you don't like it, don't do it. I'm like, great. 
but, and I am, but that's like, an, that's it, it hurts my heart to hear that some people don't care about the well-being of others. Like that makes me sad in the same way that it makes me sad when people pollute or, you know what I mean? Like I would never yes. throw my trash bag out the window. I just wouldn't do that because it impacts other people. It impacts other people's environments. You don't dump it your, impacts animals. Right. It impacts our earth. And I just feel like, okay, no, is it easier for me to throw something out the window? For sure. I don't have to get it out of my car. I don't have to put it in my own trash and take it out. But how many other people am I hurting by doing that? So many. And that's what I think about in those situations. Like that's I'm a great, that's a so great way to, me great way to put it. Like the littering thing is a great, because I have gotten never, if I ever understood litters, I don't get it. I have shared on social media, some stuff that, that I've found about wearing masks and how it could be helpful. And I, I am shocked at the, at most people, 90 5% of the responses I get are either like a smile face emoji or a thumbs up or a, or a positive, like whatever. But I get a few people who respond and who are, who are battling it. And, and I just don't understand because what is so fascinating to me is right now, we don't really know much about this. Like this disease didn't exist six months ago. You know what I mean? We're just learning about how it's going to mutate and spread and this and that and all the other stuff. So if a lot of scientists say wearing masks help or face coverings, I don't want to say masks because you can wear, put something over your face. I don't know. I'm just, I'm fascinated at the number of people who not, who refuse to do it, I guess. And I'm yeah. an empath. So it's just hard for me. Sometimes I have a struggle with, um, and this is actually like a struggle I talk about in therapy. I have a hard time when people, uh, some people aren't empathetic. It's not a bad quality. It's just some people just aren't wired that way, which is totally fine. But I often struggle in my life when I come across situations where with people that are not empathetic at all. And it's the same thing. Like, it makes me want to cry when I see someone litter. It may, you know what I mean? It, I it. Like uh -huh. Jeff was upset the other day because we were, um, out and about and we saw someone dump their like trash in a parking lot of a private business. Like it was just so, it's just so like, I just no. they I left. Have, it was a dog poop bag. They had their dog with them and their dog pooped and they left it under a tree in a parking lot rather than walking across the parking lot and throwing it into, into a garbage can or driving it over there and throwing it. I'm just like, you just left it under there. Like someone is going to have to pick that up. Right. And it's not going to be you. And, and you just put yourself. Yeah. So okay. I just don't, I have such a struggle with understanding like why some people don't care about other people or don't think about other people or think about themselves always first, which again, is not a negative trait. Some people just aren't wired that way. And I have such a hard time processing it that sometimes it inadvertently hurts my feelings because sure. I spend so much of my time thinking of others. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that I'm like the world's most generous person, but again, back to the empath thing, I just always think about how other people might feel even if I cut them off in traffic, you know what I mean? Yes. I'll spend half a day when I cut someone off in traffic, be like, oh my gosh, they'll probably ruin their day. Right. They probably think I'm the biggest jerk. And it's and the just reality how I'm is wired. They probably haven't thought about it again. 
They were probably listening to their favorite song and didn't even notice. Right. You know, I just take that on sometimes. So I, that's why I've like, but I'm not having a bad week at all. It's just kind of like that really, it was, it's been really hard for me to see kind of like our community deciding that they're kind of done with coronavirus and it, 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 I'm scared. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. To all of the moms listening, including you, Callie, happy Mother's oh, Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day this weekend. Uh, I know for a lot of people, um, it's going to be weird because there's going to be some social distancing. You might not be able to travel to see your mom. So uh, for all of you um, thinking of you, good luck with good luck with navigating that. And then uh, I don't know if it's just like an, an awareness thing or or just a weird coincidence, but this will be my first Mother's Day with no mom. Uh, she passed away in December. And I just from, I feel like just in the past 30 days, several of my friends have lost their moms too. So they'll be having their first moms. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely gonna be weird. So if you're a person who doesn't have a mom uh, anymore, happy Mother's Day to you too, because this is gonna be tough. It's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how it goes on but Sunday you're not for alone. me. Nope. Oh my gosh, y'all. The ringtone that Marty Bird has on Ozark used to be my alarm clock, and I got so anxious through the first two seasons. I think I probably changed it in the first season. I ended up by the third season just having to download and pay for the ocean because that's the only thing that's going to wake up my daughter and not going to give me a bad Marty Bird day because let's face it, Marty Bird never has a good day. All right. Love y'all. You can start talking to a therapist in less than 24 hours right from the comfort of your own home. By going to betterhelp.com slash upside, you'll take a quick evaluation and then they will pair you to one of thousands of nationwide counselors and therapists who are ready to help you with whatever is causing you stress and anxiety right now. If you're not able to sleep, if you're trying to deal with some current or past trauma, If you've got family conflicts, unresolved anger, unresolved grief, self-esteem issues, BetterHelp can help you navigate all of that. You know, Callie and I are huge, huge advocates of mental health and taking care of the well-being above your head as well as your physical well-being or in your head as well as your physical well-being. Well, BetterHelp helps you do that. You can go to betterhelp.com slash upside, get 10% off your first month. This is available worldwide. Betterhelp.com slash upside, 10% off your first month. Get started with the therapy that you deserve today. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Caitlin from Georgia, and I'm hoping I don't go off like on a tangent, but I just listened to the episode where Jeff kind of went off about Nurses Day and Nurses Week and how, you know, radio station had um, said we should also thank all healthcare workers. And Jeff had kind of, you know, mentioned that, no, let nurses have their day or their week. This is about nurses, and I couldn't agree more, and I just had... I just had to call. Um, my mom is a retired nurse, and I remember, you know, growing up uh, when she was on call, especially she would come in, you know, come home from her day shift and then maybe get to eat, a bite to eat, 
sometimes not, maybe sit on the couch for two seconds and then get called back into work. Um, this, uh, I agree with Jeff that sometimes it's a thankless job because all the credit usually goes to doctors. And do not take care away from doctors. They're amazing, too. But let nurses have their day and week. And, um, yeah, so, anyways, um, congratulations. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, y'all. Your neighbor's pen thing for their cat is called a catio. <laughs> Isn't that cute? I swear I only have two cats. I don't know why I know that. I don't have one, but they are neat looking. And it's a catio. Love y'all. Callie, if you say that you're feeling lost right now or flying blind or whatever you said, um, just throw out all the books your girlfriends gave you except The Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy. There is no other document that's going to tell you exactly what to expect. No pun intended on that other popular book that's garbage. (laughs) Um, But The Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy is the best book ever written on pregnancy and postpartum. Get it out, follow along, enjoy the rest of your pregnancy. And I am 100% with you. We are so excited to have done an indoor introvert Cinco de Mayo, Easter, kids' birthday, Mother's Day will be coming. Um, Yeah, these uh, showers, they're for only certain personalities. I had a surprise wedding shower and a surprise baby shower so uncomfortable that's so sweet of my loved ones all right love you girl bye hey guys it's Allie from atlanta um i'm listening to episode 251 and you're talking about barking dogs and baby dollar uh, i have a couple of kids myself and before those kids came the fur babies and i was in a very similar predicament and very worried that once the baby arrived uh the, the dogs would be waking them up but Uh, The good news is the baby gets very used to hearing the dogs bark while they're in your or Callie's belly. And so it doesn't bother them at all, or at least that has been my experience with both of my kids. Um, Also, investing in a good sound machine is a game changer. So um, good luck. We're so excited for you. Can't wait to see pictures of baby dollars. Thanks, guys. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Mary. I cannot stop thinking about the fact that four-year-olds ask 437 questions a day and how completely accurate that is. Half of those questions from my four-year-old this evening have been about death. How do people die? Why do people die? What happens when they die? And on and on and on. So that's unfun. We also probably have 437 containers around our house with bugs in them because we like to collect any kind of bug we can find anywhere. So that's fun, too. Um, Just a couple things that you guys have to look forward to. But seriously, it's the best thing ever. So excited for you guys. Can't wait for baby dollar. Love you. Love the show. Oh, my God. Oprah's yelling at me now. From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.